Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Welcome back to the podcast today. I want to talk about something that I believe is all around us, and that is the judgment of God. And I want to talk about what is the judgment of God. And I want us to look at the judgment of God as something good for us so we can embrace it, get through it, and be better on the other side of it. See, so many people are talking about, I just wish we could return to normal. We want to get things back to normal. God is waiting for us to return to God. And so while we're in this midst of trying to see what we think is normal, God is bringing judgment on us to turn our hearts back to Him. So today I want to talk about understanding God's judgment seeing how we are to benefit from God's judgment, seeing the purpose in it. And I believe when we see the purpose of judgment, when our hearts are right, when our hearts are set on God, we can begin to praise God. Because just like I said in a previous podcast, I believe we're going to hell in a handbasket and we're going as fast as we can because we are rebelling against God. And when God looks down and he sees his people in rebellion, where they have just forgotten God, they have forsaken God, forsaken His ways, and we do that. Maybe we don't verbalize it. Hey, some people are verbalizing it, but when we do it and through our actions, eventually God says, enough, because He wants to correct. He wants to bring our heart out of rebellion and back to Him. And so God uses judgment. He sees our heart. He sees our actions. And from that, he renders an opinion that we are in rebellion. And so he imposes things to correct that rebellion, to turn us back into right alignment toward God. It's like in a a court of law. You take a matter before the judge. The judge would hear the matter. He or she would review the matter. They would determine the facts, apply the law, and then render a verdict with the objective, the outcome, that the right thing would prevail. That's what God does. He's the judge. He's in heaven. He sees clearly our hearts. He sees clearly our actions. And he's determined what is right and what is wrong. And he's going to render judgment whether we're in rebellion or not. And if you're in rebellion, he's going to impose a punishment, or impose an act that will turn things back to righteousness. And that's where we are, because God sees the rebellion in his creation. It is clear. And he has, I believe, decided that he is no longer going to tolerate this rebellion, and that he is going to act in mercy to correct it through his judgment. And what does he do? He purifies the heart. That's where he starts. And then he will punish the disobedience and he puts in order the fear of God. That's where God wants us to get back to, is living under the fear of God. For this reason, 
I can truly see judgment as good for us because I see that the punishment that God would bring on us is really an answer to our prayer. Have we been praying for God to purify the church, for God to purify his people? Hey, for God to purify each one of us. So it is good because judgment brings purification. If we respond to judgment the way God intends for us to, 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7 says it will purify you. It's coming to purify, to cut away the defiled. So it's that opportunity for us to see our own heart, to see our own sin, to confess it, repent of it, turn back to God and live righteous, not rebellious. But you know what? Someone said this the other day, and it is so true. There are some people, they just don't think what they're doing is sin. They don't see wickedness and the evil in the world because it's been so normalized. They don't see it as sin. So one of God's ways of us helping, teaching us how to see sin the way God sees sin is that God will bring a judgment. He'll bring judgment in the land to turn our hearts back. And Isaiah 26, 9 says that when judgments are in the land, that's when people learn righteousness. So the judgments are good for us because as we're going through these judgments, they can be punishment, can be hardship. It's difficult times when they are. That's when we get our eyes back on God and we see what is righteous and we return to righteous. First Peter 4, 17 says that the time has come. Now, I believe the time has come for the judgment to begin at the house of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? See, it is time. Judgment is in the land and it's here and it's time for us to wake up and recognize that the things around us that are happening, that are, seem to be out of the norm, the disaster, the trials, that we're walking through, the testings that we're going through, the wickedness that we see that has been unleashed and allowed to be unleashed, that is judgment in the land. And it's time for us to evaluate ourselves. And it starts at the church door. It starts at the altar. It starts with each one of us as Christians to look at ourselves and say, Yes, Lord, where is my heart in rebellion? Where am I stubborn? Where am I not seeing my own sin? Where am I not living righteous? Where have we forsaken being the witnesses of Jesus Christ in the land to turn the culture back to God? Where have we turned from you, God, as a people? See, this is the household of God evaluating itself. What? To purify itself. That's what judgment does, is to bring that purification. And as the judgment gets more severe, and we see punishment on ourselves, it's not uncalled for. As I said earlier, it is good when we see that it comes like a fire to purify, to burn away the things that are unnecessary, ungodly, unrighteous, so that we become the tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that others then may come to Jesus.
because they see it in our life. Why? Because we responded to judgment the way God wanted us to in purifying, coming back to God. And then God's message, God's witness goes out throughout the land. So what am I saying right here? Rather than waiting for Washington to fix this problem of wickedness, waiting for our state government to fix and to supply our resources, to find the answer for the resources to meet our needs. Rather than waiting for man, see this and turn back to God. At 2 Corinthians 7, 1 says, Let us cleanse our own selves of all defilement. What's that? Impurities, filthiness that God sees as filth of the flesh and the spirit as we perfect holiness in the fear of God. So the first opportunity is for us as Christians to see our own filth, to see our own sin, and confess it, repent of it, and come back to God. Because then when we do, as Christians, one by one by one, that's what cleans up the church. Why? Because we are the church. So for me, rather than to pray judgment away, I want to pray that it awakens the church. Judgment, let's use it as God sees it to our benefit. And so how I would look at it, we shouldn't look at the days of this wickedness running wild in the land as some doom and gloom, but we ought to see it as grace and glory. It's God's grace on us. It's the goodness of God bestowing, releasing his power on us so we can shine the light on our heart to get out the filth, the rebellion, and come back to God so that here on earth, the earth is just a display of God's glory, everything that God is. And God is being patient with us, I believe. He's being very, very patient. And he's just been been giving judgment after judgment after judgment before I believe he comes with the big judgment. And you know where I believe the turning point was? Now, this is just me and my walk with God and how I see my own heart and the heart of the church and what is happening in the land and how our laws are turning so contrary to the word of God. This is just my opinion. I believe the turning point when God said enough was June the 26th of 2015, when the U.S. Supreme Court handed down the ruling that legalized same-sex marriage. Why? Because that was an absolute abomination in the face of God. Because here, between a man and a woman, it's a physical picture of the spiritual relationship of Christ and the church. And what did we do? We desecrated that. And I believe God said, enough. And I believe it was the unrighteous acts of man that invoked God to say, it's time for me to restore righteousness and I'll do it through judgment. Because God has to act. Why? Because he's holy. He has to move to correct because that's who he is. And so he brings judgment to bring the things that are out of order and out of balance back into balance. What? Back to righteousness. Again, Isaiah 26, 9. 
God brings those judgments. That's when we learn righteousness. Why? Because we're a stubborn people. We're so rebellious and we're stubborn. We want our own way. We like our own fleshly comforts and desires. And the more we seek these, the farther we get away from God. And at some point, God's patience runs out because God is merciful. He then begins to do things to turn our hearts back to Him. Because Psalm 75 7 says that God is the one who executes judgment because it's right. That's what is righteous for us. You know, without going into too much detail, the Old Testament gives us examples of what God's judgments look like. The New Testament gives us examples. We see in the Old Testament, God would, it says God will bring the sword. What is that? He'll bring violence in the land. He brings war in the land. What? To turn us back to Him. He uses famine, uses hunger, the lack of, times of suffering, doing without. What? Some of the basic needs. He also uses, it says, the wild, the mischievous, severe evil, or pestilence in the land. What is that? Plagues, things that bring destruction, things that bring death. That can be diseases. What am I saying right here? Rather than, and in the New Testament, Matthew 24, 7 says God brings wars. He brings famines. He brings pestilence again, earthquakes. He uses storms, things like that. What? To get our attention. You know, God can use gas shortages. God can use food shortages. God can use diseases. Not my word, God's word. And so for me, it's to see what God is doing, the goodness of God and embrace the coming judgment because I believe it is a, the answer to our moral laxity, our turning away from God. What is that? Romans 13, 11. He said, look, it's high time, church, that you wake up from your sleep. What is that? Come out of your moral laxity and turn back to God. It is, I believe, past time. And I believe God's been patient enough with us. And so what is it? Now is the time to repent. It is time to see what is really going on and the outbreak of wickedness coming out of Washington, coming out of our government, coming out of the world systems that we have set up. And whether they be, you know, state systems, U.S. systems or worldly global systems, we need to see if they are contrary to the word of God. We need to wake up and see, is this the hand of God getting our attention and it's high time to do what? How do we respond to judgment? We repent. We no longer forget God. We no longer forsake God. We no longer leave God out of our everyday affairs. But we become totally dependent upon Father God. And we exalt His name. We seek God with our whole heart. We recognize and we say we are dependent upon God. I told someone just the other day, it's okay to be independent if you are independent. Now just think about what I said. It is okay to be independent if you are independent. But you see, as a people, we are not independent. We have fooled ourselves. We're deceiving ourselves. The enemy wants us to be deceived, to think that we are independent and that we have nothing that we need from God. We have no dependence upon God. But yet all the time, God created us as a people to be dependent upon him. So we got to realize we need to come back and seek the Lord. And we need to humble ourselves, confess our pride, 
where we've gone astray and we've done this ourselves and we don't need anybody. We're independent. We are self-sufficient. Confess that and live humbled and seek righteousness. What? The Word of God. Not according to man's opinion, not according to the culture, but according to the Word. And seek meekness. What is that? No more me and all of God. God, if, is this what you say do? Then that's what we do. And see, in this, God always offers hope. This is Zephaniah chapter 3. I beseech you to go in and read that because it's really good. In the midst of judgment, God always gives a message of hope. That God is there waiting for us to come back to Him. So you see, judgment is good. It is good because it gives us that opportunity to purify our heart. And to pray that others will purify the heart. And then prepare for revival. Because my hope is that revival is coming. And revival will come as we see the judgment and turn back to God. And worship Him with our whole heart. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.